Hello, welcome back to Move Ahead with Dahlia. I'm your host, Dahlia Cahigas. And on today's show, I have Moises Soriano. He is a property manager at Lucha, the Latin United Community Housing Association. Hi, Moises. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for uh, bringing me in here. Of course. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, let's start by having you talk about um, what you do at Lucha as the property manager. Um, I'm the property manager for the property, which is called Madres Unidas, which has two and three bedroom units. Okay. Um, I've been with Lucha since November, um, enjoying the company very much. Uh, I love the smaller companies. Uh, we feel like family. Yeah. Uh, which is a great thing. It makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to go to work. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I know many people from Lucha and I can understand totally why you'd love to work there because there's really a lot of wonderful, passionate people in the organization. Oh, yeah. They they made me feel at home from day one, so it felt great. Um, I just like it. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't complain. Good, good. So um, as property manager of Madres Unidas, so first of all, tell us where is that location? The Madres Unidas properties are within a mile radius of the office. We're located on North Avenue in Central Park, 3541 mm-hmm. West North Avenue. Um, most of my units are pretty much within two, three blocks of each other. Uh, okay. Several on Wabansia, on Drake, St. Louis. Uh, the furthest one out I might have is on Haddon, uh, which is closer to Division in California. Um, either way, they're still within a uh, mile radius of the office where I can easily have access to the unit or the resident has access to the office. Wonderful. How many buildings are the, are, do you uh, manage? It's 11 buildings, uh, 33 units. 33 units. Yes. Most okay. of the units, the buildings themselves are three flats. Uh, the three bedroom units are on the first and second floor and the two bedroom units are on the third floor. Uh, we do provide parking for the residents in the back. The neighborhood, depending on the block, uh, you'll have plenty of parking, but we do provide parking. The units inside are capable of having washer and dryers. Nice. Um, the resident would just have to purchase them themselves. We'll be more than happy to have maintenance con- uh, do the connections for them. Um, yes, at this moment. Yeah, that's great. So um, before we go into a little bit about how to apply for these units that may be available. Um, so Lucha, uh, has four different, um, developments, right? Correct. So Unid- uh, Madres Unidas is the Mine. one you manage. Correct. And then what are the other three? Uh, Borrinquenbea, Tierra Linda, and we know it as HPR, but it's Humboldt Park Residence. Okay. Uh, Humboldt Park Residence is more with Lucha, uh, Tierra Linda and Borrinquenbea is with another management company. Um, that we assist along uh, for the wait list for the residents. Okay, so you guys still... can you you guys handle the uh, intake of the applications for all the properties, Correct. right? Correct. And they will then, have to go through me. Right, and oh, through you, and yes. then um, then they're distributed to whichever um, development the applicant wants to um, apply to. Well, more like qualify. Qualify. Right. Because if you have one applicant that's alone on the application, I cannot put them on my property because you have to, you have to income qualify, but you also have to have the correct family size. 
Okay, so for your properties that you manage, um, what is like the minimum number of people per household? For a two-bedroom, for example, you could have two people. It could be a brother and a sister that right away will qualify as a two-bedroom. But if you are a couple, you only qualify for a one-bedroom. If you are a mother and a daughter, you will qualify for a two-bedroom. Same qualifications will extend out when you are applying for a three-bedroom unit. You can't just say, I want a three-bedroom. You actually have to qualify with the family size. You could have a couple, a son, and a daughter and that alone, I will have to at least provide you the third bedroom because as time comes, the you know the children end up growing up. We can't have two young adults, of, uh, a male and a female, to be in one bedroom. In one bedroom they will need right. their own individual bedrooms. So okay. depending on the family size... Um, and the dynamics can, of the family. Correct. Okay. I can identify to at least put you on the correct bedroom size. Oh. That's just part of the qualifications. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's get into um, the qualifications. Can you tell me a little bit about how that works in terms of the income qualifications? To income qualify, the units we manage, they're called tax credit units, meaning they're lower than the market rent of the neighborhood, um, in the Humble Park neighborhood, of mm-hmm. course. Um, this survey is done annually, so obviously the rent will increase gradually, but not as much. But it is a lot lower because we do prov- uh, we do receive a subsidy from the government okay. because we are a non for profit organization. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the qualifications you have to income qualify, meaning you have to have uh, sufficient enough income from all the family members. It could be whether it's uh, income from employment, social security, child support, contributions, or any other outside outside source of income. The thing is, we have to use a scale that HUD provides for us, which is an AMI scale, which my properties for tax credit, I have to use 40 and 50% guidelines in order for you to qualify. Okay. Majority of the properties I worked at before, we only used 30%, which majority did qualify. Mm Mm-hmm. For example, those families that are on a fixed income, when you're under a 30% AMI scale, you're more than likely able to qualify. But when it's tax credit units, you have to have a higher income. Because on my properties, you have to be able to uh, afford the rent and also be able to pay utilities, gas and electric. Okay. Hence, you have to have a higher income. Okay. Unfortunately, those that only have uh, social security benefits, for example, they won't be able to qualify because they won't be able to afford the unit itself. But that's why HUD provides us that guideline. So we under, so we know which way we can guide ourselves for these units. Okay. So I don't know if I'm going to put you on the spot here, but can you give us an example of, let's say, um, a family of three, um, husband, wife, and a teenage daughter. Right. And, and based on like three people for a two-bedroom unit um like what what would the income look like i guess what would they expect the income to look right. like? right so the scale provides us lets us know first how many people are going to be on the actual lease so if there's three people if at 40 percent don't quote me on this um i believe minimum forty-two thousand. okay to begin now, what a lot of people do not understand that you cannot go over the income limit and you cannot be under income limit. 
Even right. if it's by $1, you're disqualified. So if it's $42,000 minimum, right? Correct. That they would have to make in in this For three example, family members. For three family members, what would the you say? The maximum might be forty six or 47000 Okay, so it's it's a very narrow scale then. Correct. It's only a few thousand dollars. Correct. Okay. Right. So that if someone isn't sure and they don't want to apply and go through all the trouble without... Um, uh, would they just be able to call you and say, well, here's what we make. Here's how many people. Can you give us an idea if you think we would qualify? Or do they just have to submit the application and wait to see what happens? What I always encourage everybody to do, just apply. Apply okay. it today. Because I don't know the future. In yeah. six months, a year from now, your income could be a lot higher. And then you'll be able to qualify at that oh, time. Oh, I see. So when your name actually gets called, um, I will go. I'm not going to have you come in and begin the screening process knowing I might reject you or or you might actually qualify. That's true. So over the phone, I will ask the applicant to provide me their actual income amounts. Yeah. Verbally over the phone and I will ask them again to mm -hmm. provide that proof, meaning uh, the easiest way for us will be check stubs. Uh, also, we use the gross amount of the check, not the net amount. Mm. So there's a difference. A lot of people think the gross should not be counted. Well, unfortunately, it does. Yeah. Um, once I calculate that information, I will look at the scale to see if you do qualify. Mm -hmm. If you do, you're more than welcome to come in. We'll begin the screening process. Um, as part of the screening process, you do have to provide a money or a $30 money order Okay. for each adult member, Okay. 18 and over. Because we, that will go towards doing the credit check and the criminal background check. Mm -hmm. When the criminal background check, um, the rules have changed throughout the years. Um, for those, unfortunately, that have been arrested and wrongfully uh, arrested. Because sometimes, you know, you're at the wrong place, wrong time. Of course. So the rules have changed as far as if it was a recent arrest within the three years. Um, you will have to provide some sort of documentation. Mm -hmm. You're in good standing, becoming a good citizen. Um, if anything, if it's, I believe, past five years and you could see there has not been any activity, we can continue on. Um, but of course, I will always ask my superiors to go ahead and allow me to move forward. I don't make a decision. You don't on make my the own. decision. No, that's why uh, it's always good to have another pair of eyes to make sure we're both following, you know, rules yeah. and guidelines. Yeah, absolutely. As far as the credit check, the credit score does not matter. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Yeah, you should see mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good thing. I was afraid you were going to say they were going to no, ask for a No, because it's score. it's for lower income families. So none of us have 600, 700, you know, score points. So what my red flags mostly always have been and what I've been trained to look for is any types of evictions, uh, collections from People's Gas or Comet, meaning the utility companies. Um, now, each case is case by case individually, because sometimes there are some families that have gone through the eviction process, but that's due to the landlord, unfortunately, you yeah. know, doing his things. Right. So what I always ask the applicant to do is always have those court documents ready for me to review so we can have it. And I can show it also against to either our compliance department and make sure we're crossing every possibility that we can move forward with the applicant. Yeah. So it's um, not a, it's not a, uh, cut and dry scenario no, no. everything could be worked through depending on the situation correct okay. everybody has a different story i've seen right. it throughout the years where um 
the husband left the mom there. Now she couldn't afford the rent. The landlord yeah. kicks them, kicks them out, and now she has all this debt. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there's so many different scenarios that can happen when it comes to the eviction process. Right. So I always ask people, don't be discouraged. Let's just work through it. Um, before we get through all that, obviously, you know, the income once you uh, income qualify, we'll go through all that. Right. Um, the credit check, again, the score. I don't care if you have student loans. I'm not interested about your credit cards. <laughs> That's the least of my problems. My concern is, are you able to? maintain uh uh the unit mm-hmm. by paying your utilities paying your rent so i know uh one thing that most people have that they probably would question is are pets allowed the property does not allow pets okay but what we cannot uh deny or refuse if the family has a need for an assistant animal right that changes the whole ball game. I cannot deny them. It's yeah. for an emotional need. Um, we'll go through the paperwork as far as what we need. Um, usually, I ask for a picture, uh, the shots of the pet, um, description of the pet, and they will have to sign at least a form stating, you know, they'll take care of the pet. Um, if they're away, they will have to go with somebody. Yeah. You know, pick up any, you know. Well, that's droppings. good news because they're right. they're allowing the service animals. Correct. Okay. Right. We can't deny that. That they're, That's for them. Yeah. A pet, whole different ballgame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, when there are no pets on the property, um, the main thing, obviously, a lot of people frown on pit bulls, which I think that's not fair. But no, it's not. A, a pet's a pet. It could be an alligator. It could be a snail, a snake. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But if it's an emotional animal, I cannot deny you for okay. that. But there is a small process for that. And okay. you'll be able to move forward so we okay. just have to document everything. Okay, wonderful. Well, um, I read that Lucha manages affordable rental housing developments for over 400 tenants. So I'm assuming that's those four developments all together. Correct. So f- as far as you know, well, because you manage one of the um, developments, are there vacancies? I For my property, I currently do have uh, three-bedroom vacancies. Uh, I just have to turn them over. The thing is my three-bedroom wait list has been exhausted mm. uh, due to either the applicants no longer interested, uh, found housing, um, don't qualify income-wise, whatever the scenario is. So I actually breeze right through it. So at this time, I'm asking for everybody and anybody that is interested to go ahead and apply um, again, I will have to identify the family size to see if you qualify for the three-bedroom units. Um, but I do have some vacancies. Now, Good. the process is, it says it in the name, wait list. Yeah. You have to wait. There's nothing immediate. Um, I've been bombarded uh, with a lot of families with sad stories needing to move out within the month. And unfortunately, because of the process, I can't assist them, which could be frustrating, but there is... There's a reason for this process. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to give everybody an opportunity uh, to qualify for our units. Mm-hmm. Um, my wait list is currently open. You can go to um, our, well, you can email me at msoriano at lucha.org. Okay. Uh, Soriano, S-O-R-I-A-N-O. Uh, my phone number is uh, 773-276-5338, extension 225. Uh, it'll be easier to catch me on email. Uh, if you could catch me on email, I'll be more than happy to provide you the application. The application is in English. The front part is in English. The back is in Spanish. 
um, so at least we have that for our Spanish-speaking uh, families. It's easier for them to apply. Wonderful. Well, yes, that's very important. So the email is msoriano at lucha.org. Correct. Okay, great. Um, let me see if there was any other questions. I think there was one regarding qualifications. Um, we talked about the income. Yes. Right. Um, and you mentioned um, the credit. Doesn't matter. They just have to submit the applications. Correct. Okay. And and again, don't worry about what your income is today. Worry about it when I call you, um, because that I have to work with current numbers. I cannot mm. predict because, like anything else, you know, we could get a job tomorrow, a higher paying job, or right. next week. It doesn't matter. That actually helps you. By the time I call you, hopefully, you know, you're able to qualify. Yeah. Um, so where are the other uh, properties at? Do you have an idea of the um, location? Don't, but I am aware that there are also within the management office location. So yeah, because yeah, there, there's um there according to the website, they're in Logan Square, West Correct. Town Communities, and Humble Park. Correct. Okay. So they're still within the neighborhood. They're still in the neighborhood yes, over yes. there. And one good news, um, I can bring out to say now, um, as of last week. Lucha was able to uh, begin their phase one of a new property that we're going to have, which is called oh. Encuentro. Uh, the first building is going to have 89 units. There will be two buildings. Uh, it will be located on Cortland. Uh, ex- number, address, I think it's 3734 Cortland, but it'll be on so that's Ridgeway near, in Cortland. I was just about to say that's near Central Park. Correct. So it's going to be near Ridgeway and Cortland. If the easiest way to recognize it, where the 606 trail starts, yeah, you'll be looking right at our building. Oh, yes. So we were able to successfully uh, obtain the property. Uh, right now, we're just entering into phase one. And as soon as we have any further information, we will put it on our website. Also, as far as when there are, that wait list will open. Um, so for now, we're just happy to enjoy to know that we have finally been able to successfully get Encuentro up and running. Encuentro. Yes. That's wonderful. And so the website is lucha.org, but it is currently under construction. Correct. So there's really not anything you can do. There's nothing you can do in terms of clicking on anything and finding things, but you will find the website that has some of the information they're involved in. Right. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Uh, Once again, just reach out to msoriano at lucha.org. I'll be more than happy to answer any emails. Um, give me a minute to respond because sometimes I will be bombarded with emails, uh, but I will respond. Um, you can leave a voicemail. Uh, voicemail is a little harder because I'm in and out of the office, so it'll be hard for me to uh, answer your questions right away, but if feel free to please, uh, please reach out to me. Okay, wonderful. And I don't know if you know anything about um, another building that's being constructed where the lucha offices are going to be moved to isn't there something going on with that we have a, a, a office coming up it's going to be by north avenue pulaski location yes I forget the uh, side street address yes um we're working on that right <laughs> we're that, working that, on that. that's not finished uh, but, no but guillermina leon yes. mentioned it during um the podcast that i had her on right. um a couple months ago and she says that that was something that they were working on but they don't know officially when that move is going right. to happen due to the pandemic that's what slowed down a lot of the process um yeah. but uh hopefully soon in 
I will estimate in a year we might be able to move over there. Um, obviously, the building has to have a lot of construction done to it, but it will be a bigger office, uh, more office space, more privacy for the residents or applicants to meet with me. Yeah. Uh, because on our current office right now, it's limited space. Yeah. Uh, the, lo- the one located on North Avenue. That's great. Um, is there anything else that you can think of that we may have missed that you want to mention about what you do or about, um, you know, the residents that you help? Any other information? Once you become a resident, um, you will be asked, well, no, we will provide you a web, uh, a link in order for you to apply, uh, pay online your mm-hmm. rent. Okay. Which makes it a lot easier because nowadays these currency exchanges don't want to, you know, do, they want you to purchase two money orders. And it's a little hassle for those families that are working. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to pay your rent online, be able to see your balance. Um, the rent's due on the first, no later than the fifth. On the sixth day, uh, you'll be charged a $10 late fee. Mm-hmm. Majority of my residents, they're great. They're always paying their rent on time, which is great. <laughs> less hassle <laughs> but it's a wonderful thing um i'm sorry lost my train of thought um that's okay i do have one other question shoot. while you're thinking about that so you know there's sometimes the stigma that um these residences mm-hmm. these um developments that okay. are for low to moderate income families mm-hmm. are crime ridden or mm-hmm. have issues with the building that they're not maintained properly. Okay. And I'd love for you to share what you know about that so we can explain to the listeners if this is or if there are scenarios that you feel they need to know. Just because they're in housing doesn't mean it's free rent. It doesn't mean we do not care. We do care for our properties. Uh, we do have uh, landscapers cutting cutting the grass. We do have uh, people shoveling the snow. We do have contractors. Um, that stigma throughout the years, um, I've been doing property management for over 20 plus years. Yeah. And of course, you will have that one neighbor that thinks um, they, they should not belong. Right. What I always have learned and told people is like, you should never frown on that because you never know if one day you're going to need housing. That's right. We're going to be that organization that's going to help you or your family members mm-hmm. because anything can happen in one day yes. where you lose your income. Now, where are you going to go to? Yes. Um, so that stigma is, it is a little ugly, but um, majority of the time I can always meet with that neighbor just to, you know, uh, defuse the situation or let them know this is what we're about. I've been with different uh, property management offices and we always have reached out to the neighborhood. Um, we would do everything possible to maintain our property as best as possible. I've always had an open door policy. Any neighbor, any resident wishes to discuss something with me, come on in. Let's see well, what are we going to do, uh, how we're going to help each other. So um, that stigma, yeah, I I don't like it, but it is what it is. Right. It is what it is. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring that up, because I think that, um, of course, we can't change people's mind without educating them. Correct. Right. And um, changing people's mind with education is going to also spread the word to other people. Right. So I wanted to make sure that we address that because people will say, well, I don't want to live in these developments. I don't know, you know, if they're maintained, I don't know who's living in those buildings. And yes. clearly 
from what you're telling me because you're screening people that are being are, are getting these units um, and because you're also involved in the maintenance process, getting the companies right. out there to keep up with the properties. Right. That says a lot. That speaks volumes to how well they are being maintained and who's living there. Right, because we do have emergencies. For example, all this constant flooding we're having now. Yes. Um, we've ha I've had properties where the flooding will overlap into the neighbors next door. Mm. Uh, so right away, I'm already rushing to get a contractor to help resolve that issue. Um, at the end of the day, that neighbor that did not like us at the beginning, um, at the end, I win them over. Why? Because I provided them customer service. I provided them information, um, gave them a little bit more of what we're about. Yeah, um, each each non-for-profit organization, we always have that goal. And that is to help the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And communication is the key. Oh, definitely. Right. Yes. That's, yes. A, that's the number one thing to get people on your side, empathize with them is right. communicating with them. And, and I've done this so long where I can just preach it to anybody. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what race you are, what neighborhood you're in. Um, giving people information will help them understand what we're about. Absolutely. We're not just you know, oh, you're living for free. No, that's not how that works. Each family deserves the right to have a good uh, apartment to live in. Yes. So, yes. just like It's our else. right. Correct. It's our right. Yes, exactly. So, and that's what I love about Lucha. Because Lucha, from the beginning, they've been around for many, many years, yes. has um, taught people that it is your right to have the housing. Mm -hmm. And not just the housing, but to have good housing. Right. safe housing right and we've gone out to the uh lucha has uh with the coordinators have gone out um distribute food um given out information um as far as housing to apply to give more people an opportunity because sometimes um a lot of people don't know what to ask if they're not informed yes so i always try to uh, give this information out as much as i can because yeah. when i was growing up and my mom was struggling with three jobs we didn't know about housing yeah we just didn't. We just learned to go to work, get paid, pay the rent as yeah. soon as we can. Mm -hmm. um, I wish we had that information when I was growing up, but actually that probably is the reason why I'm the way I am. I'm mm -hmm. a giver. Um, mm -hmm. I'd love to give as much information as I can because if I could help one family move to the next step, that's my joy. Yeah. That's my reward. That fulfills you. Yes. Yeah, and that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, I get it because it's something that you're giving back to the community. Right. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been in the Homo Park area for years. Um, I Right now, jokingly, this is the fifth time I'm coming back to Homo Park to work under a different management company. Really? So it seems like Homo Park does not let me go. <laughs> <laughs> but I walk around. Yeah. I've seen the neighborhood change throughout the years. I was there yeah. in the early 90s uh, where it was bad to where it is now. Um, even my mom asked me the other day, aren't you afraid of walking around there? I'm like, no, actually, I feel comfortable. Yeah. It's a great neighborhood. Well, it's Humble growing. Park is a beautiful neighborhood. It is. The it park really is, is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, because we we don't have that luxury out in the city. Mm -hmm. You know, I've lived at Northside neighborhoods and we don't have a large park like Humble yeah. Park does have. Yeah. Or events that can actually happen. Well, full disclosure, when I was young, um, younger, <laughs> when I was eight years old, 
my family, uh, we all moved from New Jersey to Chicago, and that's where we landed. Okay. In Humble Park. Right. <laughs> when I moved to the United States, yeah. uh, my mom's first job was on North Avenue in Kimball. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're in, I've been in Humble You've Park for years. Park I've seen forever. the neighborhood change. I've yeah. seen the people change. And it's gotten better throughout the years. Of course, yeah. we cannot control today's violence. Uh, that's throughout the whole city. That's the whole city. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not just Southside, like they used mm-hmm. to tell us back when I was younger. But the neighborhood has gotten a lot better. A lot more stores, a lot more coffee shops. Yeah. So it's it's a lot better. It's nicer. Yeah, and, and the, it's about improving the community, the right. shops, the people, getting to know each and other. And Lucha's been there from the beginning. Yes, they have. So it's it's a wonderful thing to be part of Lucha. Um, I enjoy my company right now, my, not my company, but working with. Yeah, Lucha. working with them. Yes. Well, let's give your information one more time. Your email is msoriano at lucha.org and your number is 773-276-5338, extension 225. The website is lucha.org. Correct. Thank you, Moises, for Thank being for here today. Yes, um, really great information. Much success to you with all that you're doing with the community. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. And um, yeah, I'd love to check in with you again um, once you guys have more information about the new residence that's right. being built. I'll be more than happy to come back, uh, give you more additional information of the new property called Encuentro once again. Um, we're happy and thrilled that we're able to start with phase one, which basically groundwork. Yay. So, Good right. job, Lucha <laughs> people. We love you. <laughs> awesome. I didn't do it all myself. There are other people that of course. have done a lot of the legwork. You got to yeah. give it out to them yeah. more than anything. Yeah, um, no. So great yeah. job for them. Wonderful staff. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Moises. You're Appreciate welcome. it. All right, so thank you so much for listening today. Please share this episode, follow me, and subscribe wherever you listen to Move Ahead with Dahlia. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Dahlia the Realtor. To call me or text me, 773-879-4855. I'll see you on the next episode of Move Ahead with Dahlia. Make it a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.